Uh, Hello, and welcome to Why You Should, uh, a podcast from me, Henry, someone you don't know, probably. Um, Either, or you might know me. This might be the pilot, or it might be the second episode. I have no clue. I'm sort of figuring things out as I go along, uh, as is probably evident. Um, With me today... Well, the goal, the, if this is the pilot, then I should explain the the premise of the show. Basically, I have one of my friends on each week, and they just try to convince me to do something. It can be anything that they're uh, passionate about. So, without further ado, um, our guest today is Sarah, my good friend. Hello, that's me. I'm Sarah, Henry's good friend. <laughs> um, yeah, I've known Henry for a while. And I have a lot of passion about a lot of things, so I think that I am the perfect guest for this podcast. Because Henry also doesn't like any of the things that I like. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the things that you like, I still don't know what this episode is going to be on. I have sort of a a rough idea, but... Oh, that's an amazing question. I've been thinking about it all day, and I think... And between a couple things, but I think for a start, I'm going to go with jigsaw puzzles because I feel like it's very topical, very of the moment yes. because we're all like quarantined and everyone's like doing them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is the time to convince you to do a puzzle. Okay. I mean, I should under- you should understand that I have done jigsaw puzzles literally like once in my life before. Like I have... Only once? Not literally once, but like I... I was like, I'm like kind of shocked that you haven't done one once this quarantine. Like, not once this quarantine. No. Do they hit different when you're not allowed to go outside? Well, you're allowed to go outside first of all. You're just not allowed to go outside of. Like you're not allowed to go near people outside. Yeah, yeah. My parents go on a walk every uh, yeah, day. Yeah, I, 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 you know what I mean. You know. Um. Do I know what you mean? You never know. Okay. Uh. <laughs> uh <laughs> Just all right. The the way that the, I think this should work is you should give me like a basic pitch for like the pros of like doing a jigsaw puzzle. Like what it, why okay. is it why is it good? And then I'll I'll start interrogating your claims. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you know how life is kind of like. It's like if you were in a pit of chaos, but then it starts spinning. Um. And it's, like, more chaotic. That's, like, the vibe of life. Yes. Yes, I do know that. Yes. Yeah. And you know how you can't just, like, fix things? I I also know that I can't fix things, yeah. You know what you can fix? What can I fix, Sarah? A puzzle. So basically with a puzzle, what you do is, it's like a picture, but it's all broken into pieces. Right, like a, a and jigsaw that's kind puzzle. Of like, right. Yeah, it's like a metaphor for reality and like how we're existing at this moment. And everything feels so big and overwhelming. But a puzzle is just like a little thing that you can, you can put it together yourself, you can fix it. It takes some time, so it doesn't just feel like you're kind of cheating the system and doing something easy. But at the same time, it feels like you're really accomplishing something and, like, making a real solid move towards a calmer, more regimented life. And, like, I think that's very powerful. And I think that's just... That's just really something that I feel like we need more of 
during these unprecedented times? Um, interesting take. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a very accurate take, actually. I, okay. And another good thing about puzzles, you can do them over and over again. And it's not like, like, unless it's a really easy huh. puzzle, it doesn't necessarily become easier. Like, there's the same thousand piece puzzles I've done like ten times. And they don't really become, they become a little easier as you're like more familiar with the image. But also there are people that cheat and just look at the image while they do the puzzle. So basically you're just... Wait, 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 people. wait, wait, wait. You just, you, that's cheating? <laughs> that's cheating. What? You're not supposed to look at the picture while you do the puzzle. That's cheating. It... You're supposed to put it together. Where is this written down? Where where in the Jigsaw it's Bible not, is this well, written down? You see, because it's not only a mission of control and of repair, it's also a mission of discovery. And cheating and looking at the end result is kind of ruining that discovery aspect. Like, if you're reading a book, you're not going to read the last page first. Like, if you're watching a show, you're not going to watch the season finale and then go back. Why would you look at the picture while you're doing the puzzle? The only difference is, um, when I pick up a book, the last page isn't on the front cover. Well, yeah, but, like, like you can, like, glance at the front cover, but, like, I mean, like, very determinedly looking at the picture while you're doing the puzzle in order to figure it out. Like, you can't have seen what the puzzle's gonna make before, because that's, like, impossible to avoid. Um, but the thing is... There are people that like like they prop up the picture and they do the puzzle that's cheating and i know that that kind of makes me sound like a puzzle elitist and like i don't want to come across like a puzzle elitist because i don't think that i am but also like a little bit i am and i just i want it to be clear that if you're not like it just takes so much away from the journey of the puzzle for me personally okay all, all right sure um, wow. I mean, the, here this is sort of difficult because I almost have, like, too many problems with what you just said to, like, pick one to start with. How? I, that was literally the perfect I, proposal. Like, if I was a professor and I received that proposal, I would be like, yeah, do your project. But it, okay. There's a, there's a huge disparity between the thing that you just described and doing a jigsaw puzzle. All right. It's literally No, listen, what? this is my experience doing a jigsaw puzzle usually, right? Like, I just, I get out the box, I, like, get a, mm -hmm. you know, cup of tea or something, you know, something where it's, like, a calm environment, and I, right, right, I right, put right, it right. together, I piece it together, maybe over a couple evenings or so, and that's fine, yeah. like, that's okay, but I can't help but feel like I could spend my time in a better way, like, well... You see, that's why you have to, you have, like, a secondary thing going on. Like, I like to listen to podcasts while I do puzzles. And it makes it feel like I'm not just wasting time listening to the podcast, but at the same time, I'm not wasting time just doing the puzzle. Like, I'm doing two things at once, and I feel like I'm accomplishing them simultaneously. Or, like, it gives you time to, I guess, collaborate with somebody if you're someone that works on puzzles with other people, but I don't do that very well, um, because I like it to be how I want it to be. And also what do you mean that you want it to be how you, you want it to be? It's one image. Like just... <laughs> it's one thing. Yeah, but if someone helps me with it, then it's not my puzzle anymore. It's our puzzle. And that's kind of... Like, that's just not my ideal outcome um... for a puzzle. <laughs> my ideal outcome is for it to be mine. Um... Wow. Um, 
Okay. Um, yeah. But like, I know that's a very me thing. So like, definitely it can be a time for collaboration and like bonding. It's not, and but also, it's not collaboration either. It's, it's a puzzle. It's, it's one, you get one thing out of it. You're not literally like painting something. I mean, it's kind of like collaboration because like the way my grandpa and my grandma do it, my grandma finds all the pieces and sorts them by color. And my grandpa actually puts them together. So that's like definitely an aspect of collaboration. Why would you sort them by color if you're not looking at the picture? Well, because cause you still know what goes together by color because things that are the same color okay, usually go right, together yeah, in a puzzle. Right, yeah. Like, she sorts by, like, what she thinks goes together. Okay. Also, that is kind of weird. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it right now. That That's a weird way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. Um, um, but, like, we're, this is an attacking my grandma. Yeah, thing. that's pretty cool. I think everyone listening to the podcast is really going to have it out for your grandma, and this is going to be pretty cathartic for them. Uh Okay, so you're basically saying, like, you know, you do it while doing something else, and you get sort of, like, a sense of accomplishment from it. Like, it's... Yeah, even if you don't do it while doing something else. Like, do you have so many things to do right now in quarantine that you really feel like you can't spend a few hours on a puzzle? Like, I just have things I would rather do. Well, okay. Let's... I feel like that's a larger issue, and we have to break it down uh, to smaller things. My thing, what does that mean? well, it's like just saying I don't want to spend my time doing a puzzle just basically means like I don't like I don't hate puzzles or anything. I don't like don't have it out for jigsaw puzzles, but I'm not going to I never wake up and think, man, you know what I want to do today? A jigsaw puzzle. Right. See, that's where we differ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so here's my thing. I feel like to understand why I don't have that feeling, we need to segment my my displeasure with them into separate sort of like topics and then we need to break them down or you need to convince me right so i'm ready for this in terms of like you know making doing something that's a an accomplishment that make that the way you described it it makes me feel like it's like a way to feel like uh your life is uh like not (laughs) <laughs> like your life not not what <laughs> like your life isn't falling apart which is pretty cool yeah the puzzles together your life is together right um but here the thing is jigsaw puzzles are easy no they're, they're really not not easy. a thousand pieces or like a two thousand piece or like that's gonna take you days just because it takes you a long time doesn't mean that you're actually like applying yourself like i wouldn't say that like in a 2,000-piece puzzle, yeah, it's going to take you a longer time because there's more pieces. Yeah, but the pieces. less time it takes, the better you are at it. How can you be better at a jigsaw puzzle? Do a jigsaw puzzle with me and you'll see. I have. I have, and I don't think... I've done jigsaw puzzles. I was better at it than you, was I don't. I? I don't... You were faster at it, but that doesn't mean... Yeah, that's better. I. So it's a... So you're saying it's a it's like a calming thing, but also that if you can get better at it and you do you go faster at doing the puzzle, doesn't that defeat the whole purpose of of it being like a calming okay. thing if you have to like compete okay. with yourself for the faster time? I mean, I'm not timing myself when I do them. I mean, I guess it's not really about speed or talent. You're right. It's it's more about the process and like having that finished product. And like while it might not be a actually hard thing to do, I feel like it's something that does take some brain energy. Okay. Right? So it's not like, like jigsaw puzzles for you. It's about the sort of like 
it's not in, intense like a game of chess is. Like it doesn't your brain yeah. isn't firing on all cylinders to create a jigsaw puzzle. It's more like, you know, I'm doing this small thing to sort of piece together something. You know, usually while I'm doing something else relaxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's like it's like just an outlet for the part of me that wants control. And that's good because otherwise like what else am I gonna control like that or be able to put together like that? Wow. This is really like this is turning out to be a very interesting character study of you more than it is about jigsaw puzzles. <laughs> um it is i think a lot of people think the same way i do i think this is a normal way to look at puzzles. you want you think puzzles are a way to assert like your dominance over the great will to like to make sure sh- not dominance <laughs> just a way to insert control dominance assert- is the yeah. same thing as control sarah it is not control is about well there's just different words with different meanings dominance is like something you take over something else control is just something like something that you have it's something that you take over also i mean if if you find a rock in the woods and you don't hold it that's not being controlled by you you have to assert dominance in order to control it by picking it up you know okay so you're saying that i'm doing puzzles to assert my dominance over time i guess and of chaos i guess i am i think that's what you're getting at also Okay, but I think that's a normal desire for a human being is to have control and to want things to be make sense and be able to be put together in a logical sure. way. Sure. My question is, okay. I guess I am just having trouble making the leap from jigsaw puzzle of like a Monet painting to this is me like asserting my control in the world, saying that I have like free will um that's not it's not it's nothing about free will it's just like an idea of something you can control in an environment where you can't control much so like it doesn't matter what the puzzle's of it's the act of being able to put it together and like even when you start it you know that in the end you're gonna have put it together and you're gonna feel proud of the fact that you spent time on it and like proud of the fact that you were able to complete it even though you kind of always knew you would be so it's not like taking a risk in the way that like doing something with actual stakes would be okay okay so all right i sort of see where you're coming from like i think i understand i understand the impetus for jigsaw puzzles i think but it's still i would still rather do other things like i think i have there's definitely a sort of activity um that I I sort of have defaulted to if I'm going to be doing something else and I just need something to do with my hands or just occupy myself for a little bit. Um, And chief among those things uh, is Minecraft. I think Minecraft actually, like, it's hard for me to imagine a world where I would rather do a jigsaw puzzle over Minecraft because Minecraft gives, gives you the same control if you're in creative mode or survival, you have access to all the blocks. You just have to go and get them. And it's open-ended. So it, it relies on your creativity more than a jigsaw puzzle does. See, that's what I don't... That's why I would choose a puzzle over Minecraft. Because there's no, like, end point of Minecraft. Like, there's no point in Minecraft where you're like, okay, I've completed Minecraft. Like, no, you just keep going Well, forever. Minecraft is the and vehicle that... for s- several smaller projects that you complete. 
like building a house in Minecraft that you're proud of is one project in Minecraft, you'll never be able to complete every single jigsaw puzzle. It's the same way with Minecraft. Yeah, but like, the problem I guess for me with Minecraft is that you never, like, it's not like a laid out plan in the way a jigsaw puzzle is. Like, you go into a jigsaw puzzle knowing exactly what you're going to have to do to finish it, and exactly what you're going to get at the end. Whereas in something like Minecraft, it just never feels complete in the same way that a jigsaw puzzle does. Like, even if I complete a smaller project, there's always another thing. And if there's not another thing, why would I play it anymore, you know? But with a puzzle, once you've finished it, it's done, but you can get another puzzle, and that feels completely new and different in a way that, like, a new mini-project or a new thing to build in Minecraft doesn't necessarily feel completely different. So it feels like I'm doing a new thing. Like, it's like a whole project rather than a continuous, never-ending thing. And things that have an end definitely appeal to me more than things that don't have an end. And also, I'm not very creative. I like to know, be told exactly what to mm. do and do it. I don't like to be told you can kind of do whatever you want that's a variation on a basic theme. Okay. That makes sense to me. I understand where you're coming from again. Another great point. But if we're still talking about things I would rather do to fill the more niche like thing that you're trying to express that jigsaw puzzles fit into your life in this way, um, I feel like Lego sets are a lot better. Like, a, a big, like, Technic, or like, you know, like, I would rather build the, the, uh, what you call it, the starship from Star Wars, I'm, I don't even know what it's called, but the, the big-ass, you know, stupid spaceship in Star Wars that's like a million pieces, alright, that has a very specific outline for what you do, and the end result is way more interesting than a jigsaw puzzle, and you can't really spoil yourself either because it's it's a it's a finished physical object rather than literally the same image that is on the box. Yeah, but it's still like that idea. Like in a puzzle, you're not necessarily told step by step how to complete it. You kind of have to like make guesses and like figure out what goes where. Whereas when you're building something out of Legos, don't you just look in the manual and? Right, but if you're saying you Probably. enjoy the openness of completing a puzzle, but you can't enjoy Minecraft because it doesn't, there's no end to it, I guess that makes sense. So you're looking for yeah. something that has a defined end, but you want to sort of get work up your way to finishing it, right? Like you, okay. Right. Like I want to feel like I've solved something. Okay. Not just, like, assemble something. Although I definitely do get a similar kind of, like, validation from doing something like Legos or even just, like, assembling, I don't know, furniture. Huh. Like, I, I do like making something with a step-by-step -step guide. I'm actually teaching myself embroidery right now with a step-by-step -step guide. So, like, definitely I do enjoy things that have, like, a how-to-do-it kind of thing that I end up with an end result at the end. But puzzles are, like, a different thing for me, almost. Hmm. I don't know. Like, they, they feel more like I'm creating something, even though I know I'm not actually creating something. I don't know. It's really hard to explain. Okay. Um, sure. I, it's just like, I don't know. I understand that, um, you know, it's like you want to create something, but you want to, 
like jigsaw puzzles sort of for you give you the ideal amount of control where the end destination is the same but you get to sort of you have to apply yourself in a way to sort of come to that conclusion right I just I don't I, I just I, I think what it comes down to is that jigsaw puzzles are boring I think that's the problem they're not because it's 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 just it's just like a bunch of the same piece in a square and then you you do it and they're easy too I mean we've already sort of had this discussion where it's like you know how fast you can do it or like how once you do a lot of puzzles you get better at them but right yeah I see what you mean by it being kind of repetitive and like formulaic and kind of like once you've done it a lot you can kind of do it a lot easier and it does become kind of easy but the thing is you can always get a puzzle with more pieces or a puzzle that like its pieces are different in that like they don't maybe don't some of the pieces that aren't edges have flat sides so you can't really tell what is the edge of the puzzle which definitely makes it a lot harder Mm. or there are pieces that fit together that don't actually go together so you kind of have to actually be paying attention to what looks like it should go together as well as like what actually fits together um there's another thing that there's another trend i've noticed with pieces i don't know um, sorry, my vocal fry is. It's bad. fine. It's um, also that's weird. I didn't realize that there was like a meta to jigsaw puzzles. Like I just assumed all of them were just the same type of shapes, oh no. and there were just more pieces in some. No, they're all different. They're also like made out of different things, which is not necessarily something that affects how hard they are. It just affects how well the pieces stay together, or like how well they fit together and stuff. There's also puzzles that are laser carved out of wood, which I find personally to be some of the hardest ones because the pieces are shaped very weird. And in some ways that makes it easier because you can kind of see what shape should go where and stuff. But at the same time, like pieces that go to a sharp point or have flat edges but aren't on the edge definitely make a puzzle harder. Or pieces that are like flat edges against each other that don't necessarily latch together in a way a normal puzzle piece would. There's just, like, a lot of variations on the basic theme of a jigsaw puzzle. As you get more and more into, I guess, the jigsaw world, you start to see all of the different the different ways a puzzle can be, which I think adds to the fun of it. Interesting. I suppose, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, but I, I can't help but feel like, like if you want to do a puzzle, like, there's better puzzles to do. Like, I feel like now in our digital era, like, there's so many, like, puzzle games and different types of puzzles that are more interactive and give more of a challenge, but still have that sort of confined creativity that a regular puzzle allows you. Yes, there definitely are a lot of options for, um... Sorry, I noticed there were some books out of order on the shelf above me, so I have to fix them real quick. Puzzle. There you go. Um, <laughs> which is kind of like a puzzle, yeah. The fact that I just fa- saw that the Junie B. Jones books were not sorted by where they go in the series, and instead were in some random order. Disgusting. <sighs> anyway, sorry. I recently organized all the books in this room. All the, like, a, sur- a subset of the books in this room by author. Like, all the books that belong to my siblings and I. 
I sorted them by author and go, and like put aside ones we want to get rid of. So I'm like kind of particular about how they are on the shelf. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. sorry, back to what I was saying. So the the issue with puzzle games is that they just keep making more levels for them. So like I love Flow Free, mm-hmm. but the problem is that they just keep making more games, and as they make more games, they make more levels for all of the games. So like once I've completed all the games, I just have to go back to the beginning and complete more levels of the first game, and it never ends. And a puzzle always has a concrete end. Like, you always have that end and then that decision to start a new puzzle or not. Or just sit with the, like, feeling of completion that you have after doing a puzzle. I feel like there's... You can never get I don't know, like, there's weird mental gymnastics that you're pulling here. Like, I I don't... I don't think so. The the idea that, like, I don't know... I guess I it's I sort of see what you mean, uh, especially with like flow free because it's like that there's really like one way to solve the puzzle, but also like a jigsaw yeah. puzzle is that way too. I mean, it it's like I don't know. I guess if you think of the whole package as one puzzle, then yes, it's going to feel like you're never accomplishing anything. But to me, it really seems yeah. like. Each puzzle in the game is one thing, and then you move on to the next. It might t- not take as long as a regular jigsaw puzzle, and so right. you might be inclined to view the entire thing as one. But I think if you accept that, that there's still going to be levels at the end of the day, then you can identify each level as a singular like mini puzzle that I think is more engaging than a jigsaw puzzle. The thing is, when you acknowledge every level as a puzzle, you still don't, like, you might get, like, a minor sense of completion from each one, but you complete it still knowing that, like, you haven't finished the whole game, and you probably never will, whereas when you complete a puzzle, you finish that whole puzzle, and in order to get another puzzle, you have to physically purchase or find another puzzle, like, another jigsaw puzzle, so there's a sense of, like, a final completion, like... If I were to not continue and do another puzzle, I could still say I finished this puzzle. Whereas telling someone like, oh, I got to a level 153 of this game might not mean as much as like, I beat this game, you know? I, yes, I sort of see what you mean, but you can't really beat the game anyway. So no one's going to be judging you on that because there's no beating of the game. That's like saying, like, you haven't literally completed every jigsaw puzzle ever made so therefore you haven't beaten jigsaw puzzles that's a name that doesn't make any sense but that's what you're saying first of all uh-huh. i have in fact gone through all of flow free and beaten it in the past there are more levels now but there was a point in time where i had played every level of flow free um sure and uh secondly yeah but the thing is i'm never gonna feel like i've completed it like, it's not necessarily like, oh, I'm going to be like, I'm only on a level 153 and someone's going to be like, oh, you haven't beaten it. You're such a loser. Like, I, no one's going to do that. And also, if they did, that's a dumb thing to be like, <laughs> up on your high horse about. But the thing is that I personally am just going to feel like I'm going to be playing this game forever. Because I can't just delete it because then I've given up and that's also a bad feeling. Okay, but, but do you feel like the, you're the going to be doing jigsaw puzzles forever? Well, no, but if I finish one, I can say that was, that's done. Like, it's not like a game in which the app is just sitting on my phone, you know? Yes, I I suppose so. So really, you're looking for, like, 
like one singular entity that requires mm-hmm. creativity to get through in in short bursts has an end goal uh re- requires like you to like fix something to like assert control over something and jigsaw right. puzzles they they scratch all of those itches for you like they really like in one fell swoop <laughs> like they really appeal to you right right um yeah i guess i you know it's like i i feel like there should be like like all all of your points are totally valid and i can't think of yes, anything else that like falls into all of those categories other than like um you know a goddamn jigsaw puzzle right yeah Another thing about jigsaw puzzles in comparison to mobile games is that I do like having something like physical that I'm physically putting together and not just digital, which also goes against Minecraft, is that it's not something I'm picking up and touching with my hands in the way that a puzzle is. I can't help but feel, though, like, like there has to be a better way. Like, there has to be something better than a jigsaw puzzle that can get you that sense of satisfaction. To me, a jigsaw puzzle is just so... I guess this might be my own, like, internal biases, but it's just so hokey. It's so, like, I don't know. It's just very, uh, it's very ho-hum. It's very humble, which is good, but it's also, like, I couldn't imagine. I mean, how many jigsaw puzzles have you completed? Just give me, like, a ballpark estimate. I don't know. Above 50 or below 50? Um, maybe around 50. Around 50, okay. Maybe at the most. I could not imagine. Know. It would depend on if we're counting puzzles I did when I was like a little kid that were like twenty pieces. Okay. Well, I mean, if if we count the ones that you've done multiple times, it's probably around fifty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Probably. I've done like ten over one break. Yeah. That makes sense. So, there's that. Um. I the thing with me is like I could not imagine doing 10 jigsaw puzzles in seven days well you don't have to do 10 you could just do one yeah but i couldn't imagine i can't imagine doing 50 jigsaw puzzles in my lifetime in all my years of living like that's insane i mean you don't have to be as into jigsaw puzzles as i am in order to enjoy them okay um yeah you know what you're right. I can't. I can't keep on arguing this anymore. I sort of. I see the appeal now. Actually, it's like right. a. It's just a confined thing. Uh, like probably if I want to do a puzzle, I'm probably still going to do like a flow free type thing or something, or just find something that scratches that itch for me. Uh, that isn't, like a jigsaw puzzle. But I understand why you like it. Like. Yeah. And another good thing about puzzles is that they do come in all different sizes. So, like, if you're not vibing with the idea of doing one puzzle for seven days, you could just do, like, a 300-piece puzzle that you can do in, like, well, I, I can do it in one sitting, but, like, <laughs> two days. Not to, like, flex. Yeah, but... you. it's too late to not flex about your puzzle <laughs> skills, I think. I just, like, have a lot of practice. I feel like, <laughs> I don't know, even with all of that, like, there, I feel like there has to be something more interesting than a jigsaw puzzle that applies those skills like i don't know no. have you ever played uh <laughs> this is funny because it 
links into the other uh, pilot maybe episode. But have you ever played like Fire Emblem? I haven't. Because no, that's I don't like play a lot of video games. Yeah, I know, but it's like that. It's basically like a strategy game. It's like chess, right? But there's a certain number of maps, and when you beat it, you beat it. And basically, it's like you can move your units like wherever you want. But it is like a puzzle game, like. You have to th- think about where the other like enemy units are in like relationship to yours, and you have to control them and think about like your position and stuff. Uh, and to me, like that sort of scratches all of those itches. It's a little more tense than like a puzzle, but to me, that's only a good yeah. thing. That's only like a like good. It's it's not it's not as dull as a puzzle. That's great, you know. Uh, yeah. Thing about that is that I'm too dumb to do that. Like, mm-hmm. the problem with video games is that I always end up hitting a point where I'm too stupid to figure out the puzzle, for lack of a better phrase. Like, I just can't figure mm-hmm. it out. I mean, I don't know what Fire Emblem is exactly like, but like, there's never a point in a physical jigsaw puzzle. Like, worst comes to worst, you try every piece in a spot, and eventually one will fit. But the thing with a lot of games is that like. That's just not an option, or it'll just take so long to wander the whole map to try to find something. I'm thinking personally about the Nancy Drew games I play. Mm-hmm. Like, if you miss one little thing, you can't progress in the game, and sometimes you have to go back and talk to every single character, and then that still does nothing, and there's just, it's impossible to figure out what's wrong, and then it turns out you, like, didn't look under, like, you didn't stick a stick that you already had under a desk to retrieve a piece of chew gum in order to help you retrieve something else later like it's dumb uh-huh. and that's just really frustrating to me because then i feel like i'm cheating when i have to look up the answer right um, even if the answer is garbage yeah whereas with a puzzle like i know that there's a way i'm going to be able to solve it and like there's no like oh i gotta search up a cheat code because like there's no cheat code to putting a puzzle together except for looking at the picture i guess but i wouldn't do that one last okay I sort of understand, I, yeah. A, a, a very clear picture is being formed of the type of role that puzzles play in your everyday life. And I sort of... Huh, it's like the puzzle pieces are coming together for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, See, puzzles are a part of everyday life, and I think we can apply them to every situation. Uh, what about a Rubik's Cube? It's physical. There's oh, an end destination. I'm for that it's shit. It's... I see personally I would rather do a Rubik's Cube than make a puzzle. The only way to solve a Rubik's Cube is to learn the algorithm and that's a lot it, of work. It doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to learn the algorithm. You can just figure it out as you go along. I guess, but it's another thing where like it's just so hard. Right, but it wouldn't it give you more of a <laughs> sense of satisfaction once you defeat once you complete the hard thing rather than completing many easy things yes but i will never complete it (laughs) like i just can't do a rubik's cube i've tried and it's just kind of sitting there for hours doing the same exact thing whereas in a puzzle like you at least can see the progress you're making whereas in a rubik's cube sometimes you'll have sometimes you'll have like an entire side done except one and then you'll realize you have to change everything in order to get that one to work and then you've lost all your progress like there's no it's not like a linear progress it's like a it's like a roller coaster of progress. Whereas in a puzzle, 
you always know, at least, if you're getting pieces together, you're making progress, even if it's not necessarily as easy or as fast as you thought it'd be. Like, there's just a very clear path to when you're done. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. You, you win this round, Swihart. Wow. Wow, I, I knew that would happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not to be a puzzle it's elitist like, or anything, but you knew you were going to convince me. Not to be a puzzle elitist, but I'm really good at um, convincing people of things. Wow. Kind I of. Can't, I, I, I feel like, I don't know, I've definitely seen puzzle channels that cover more interesting puzzles that are, like, more, more intense and have more things going on that also give you that sense of completion Uh Right. But I think the difference between those and a jigsaw puzzle is that, A, jigsaw puzzles are not as expensive. Okay, these are like, I don't know, this might be $40 for one, and that's like too much for me to justify for one thing to complete. There's... Wait, did you, are you saying that jigsaw puzzles are No, the other ones are. Like, the, the more complex... Oh, like, right, if you right. look up, like, yeah. puzzle channel on YouTube, they'll show you, like, all these crazy, like weird niche like puzzles you can buy which are i look at those like there's a stopwatch one where you have to like look at different like knobs and things on the stopwatch and then like eventually you open it up to see this picture uh which is Mm. infinitely more interesting to me than a jigsaw puzzle but the problem is that's like 50 bucks a jigsaw puzzle is like five and not five they're like 20 but five if you get it at like a, a, a garage sale or you know you can get jigsaw puzzles right, right. for $5 if you want. Probably somewhere. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Whenever I go to Target, they're like $20, and it just makes me so sad because I want them. Yeah, because them. that's Target. They're going to up upcharge everything. It's capitalism. Yeah, I know. I know. Capitalism. eBay is is <sighs> the free market, truly. Yeah, but I'm not buying a puzzle on eBay. Well, I'll have bits and pieces. What do you mean you're not going to buy a puzzle on eBay? It's not gonna, you're, can, you're worried it's not going to have all the pieces? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I guess that's true. If it's really, like, if the it whole is point is to com- complete so it and you don't have one, it's going to be very irksome. It is, because that happens to me a lot. Even so, I feel like you could buy a puzzle at, like, Barnes & Nobles for, like, ten bucks. Oh, no. Barnes & Nobles more expensive than yeah, Target, Yeah, that makes sense, sure. actually. Barnes & Noble upprices everything, like, crazy. Walmart. You could get a puzzle for cheaper than $20. Yeah, but I feel guilty shopping at that's Walmart. That's Um... Also, according to my relatives, the Walmarts are the store near them where um, people are wearing their masks the least. I've heard um, that, too. Well, they're in Indiana, where the quarantine's actually been, like, more or less lifted, and, like, restaurants are going to have in-house seating and stuff um, starting, like, this week. So, you know, my grandma doesn't have a mask, and that's fine, because my other grandma does, so at least we got half of them. We got half of them, folks. You can't yeah, win them all, and I, that's why... It's a little concerning. You can't win them all, my, and that's why puzzles yeah. are so valuable, because it's something Exactly. Like, I can be putting together a puzzle, and I can complete it and feel like I've done something, even though my grandparents and aunt... Or my grandma's hanging out with her kids' families on um, Mother's Day, even though there's, like, 20 of them, and some of them have essential jobs, so they're going into work, and basically it's a breeding ground for the virus. Right. But, like, at least I can finish a at puzzle. At least you can make a funny picture of a tree. Are you the type of person to frame jigsaw puzzles? This is another thing I'm curious no, about. No, but my, 
my other grandma, the one that does puzzles with uh, her husband and, like, is wearing a mask, she she doesn't frame them. She keeps them, like, on a board, like, in it, on a shelf. And How does she manage that? She does just, she, like, glue it to a cardboard board? Um, I don't think she... I don't know what she does, honestly. I, maybe she glues them. Hmm. I don't know. I know my great-grandma used to have a puzzle framed on her wall, but it was, like, a huge one. Hmm. Um, and I don't really remember... Yeah, I mean, if it's upwards like, of, like, 10,000 pieces, I think that's justified. I mean... I don't know what if it was, but also my great-grandmother was, like, a Mennonite, and she was 100 years old, so mm. she's had some time to, like, do things like I that. I guess, yeah, um, she has. <laughs> but I think my grandma keeps them. I don't think she frames them. I think she just keeps them, which is actually also kind of weird. Hmm. I don't know. I've done a lot of puzzles at her house before, and she's kept them. Interesting. Which I kind of like, because I don't like taking them apart. But I understand that it is kind of necessary for the process because you can't just keep doing puzzles and framing them and then your house is covered in puzzles and you've got 10 cats and 30 puzzles and no wife. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I do know. And, like, that's not the future I want for myself. But, like, I think it's the future I deserve. (laughs) Sarah, you're you're going to find a wife. Don't worry. Thank you. It's the future I've got coming if I keep on going this way. Wow. But, like... Should we fear the future, or should we embrace it and keep doing puzzles? That's we we question. should do both. You can embrace the future while being afraid of it. Yeah, I think so. That's really powerful. But also, like, a good way to stop being afraid of things like the future is to concentrate your energy on doing a puzzle. Yeah. You know what? Think about I, it. I've thought about it. You're right. Think about uh, it. I think, yeah. So, in... In conclusion, I guess your argument is if you want an economical, uh, not, like, absurdly difficult uh, thing to do that is not going to, you know, sap up uh, more than, like, what, five hours out of your life, you would say? De- depending yeah, on the puzzle. It depends on how big the puzzle right? is. Another, another selling point, it's not, like, baking or, like, I don't know, sewing or making something because those things can go wrong very easily. But with a puzzle, you always know the outcome that you'll get when you're finished is always going to be the same. Unless you, like, actively rip apart pieces or something. But, like, unless you actively do something to damage the outcome or prevent it, it's going to be right. Whereas, like, when you're baking something, it almost always turns out wrong, I say from experience. Um, you know? Wow. That's profound. Yeah, so that's, like, another selling point. I'm really pro-puzzle. I'm really pushing puzzles on the youth this time. of On the youth? On the youth. Well, I mean, you're kind of the youth. You're younger than me. Uh, well, you're right. I'm in my 20s, and you're just a teen. I'm just a little teen. I'm, like, two foot tall, dude. It's (laughs) it's crazy. Yeah, wild. You're like those gnomes in in D&D. I'm, like... I play a gnome in D and D in in my D and D group. I'm a gnome. You have a D and D group. So... <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I have a D and D group? <laughs> I don't know. It's just fun. It makes a lot of sense that you do, but it makes too much sense to be real. So I thought it would it would just not be a, a thing that happened. You know. Well, <laughs> yeah. The thing is that I just started playing it with some of my friends at school because like they were all involved in D and D and really liked it, and I wanted a way to keep in touch with them when we all got um, forcibly kicked out of our campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, we're starting a group, but we've actually only had, um, one play session, and 
it's been like three months. Wow. So we'll see. We'll see. We we are supposed to have another session sometime soonish because our finals are over. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That, it, that's also Maybe interesting to me because I feel like a D and D session is the polar opposite of uh, a puzzle, like a jigsaw puzzle. Well, it's like acting, which I also love. Right. I get to play character. My gnome is so fun to play. Oh my gosh. I love acting as her. Anyway, she's a deep gnome. She grew up most of her life underground <laughs> in the gnome tunnels. And um, she's come up for her parents and like her community agreed that she could go up to the surface for a year as like kind of like a, like the Amish do rum springa, like that, but for gnomes. But for gnomes, yes. And she, so she's spending the year exploring the surface and um at the end of it she gets she just has to eh, she has to decide if she wants to stay on the surface and keep exploring because like she is um a wizard and also a sage so she like loves knowledge and like wants more knowledge which is something she can get on the surface but at the same time then she's not able to come back to her family like in the amish and she could also choose to go back with her family but then she's not allowed to like live on the surface anymore so it's it's really fun. Um, she also is just a cool, a cool, a cool gnome. I she's a cool her. gnome. <laughs> I think I wrote she's not like other gnomes in her character bio. I'm glad she's not like other gnomes. That makes me. She's not like other gnomes because they're all content staying underground, but she wants more. Kind of like the Little Mermaid, but the not like the, the Little, little Gnome on account of she's a gnome. Yeah, but she's not like in love with anyone Great. yet. I don't know. She's very awkward. She is not good at talking to people, and she does that thing I do where I just kind of go on and on and on about one thing for, like, ten minutes when asked a simple question. Like, they'll be like, how, or, so, what was your childhood like? And she'll tell, um, she'll talk for 20 straight minutes, and everyone's kind of like, oh, okay, wow, you you just did that. Thanks. It's like what I'm doing right now, basically. Like, that's, like, what she does. Sounds great. Yeah, I'm really excited about my gnome. Her name is Evelyn. Because I'm currently um, working on digitizing the journal of a student named Evelyn from my college who went to my college in the 1880s. So I'm Whoa, what class looking are at pictures why I are took you doing that? journal and typing it up. Why yeah. am I doing it? Just for fun. What? <laughs> Just for fun. I guess that's, a, I don't know. It's really that's cool. another puzzle, right? If you're... Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really interesting and cool to read because like, I love hearing what her life was like in like the 1880s at my college. And then at the same time, if I'm reading it, I might as well type it up because it's super hard to read because it's all cursive in case someone else wants to read it. Where did you, where did you find this, this, uh, journal of Evelyn's? Where, where did this come from? Um, my school has like a archive, like a special collection. So I went there and I was reading it there, but then I ran out of time. So I took pictures of all the pages that were left and then I had the pictures and I was like, why don't I type this up? So you have pictures of like how how much of the of the journal like a lot like a full year of entries oh <laughs> it's taking a long time i have like 20 or so typed pages maybe a little less than 20 wow so far but i'm not done yet i have a, a little bit left uh, yeah all right i'm spending my time very productively in quarantine i've taken a break from typing it up to teach myself embroidery so embroidery is a we'll very popular uh quarantine activity i must say it's not it's just me and jake doing it or Aaron, Aaron, whichever yeah, one of them 
But I feel like the concept of embroidery is a very popular thing right now, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's very easy because, like, embroidery floss is kind of cheap and I have so much of it from when I used to do friendship bracelets. Like, it's just something easy I can do with stuff I already have. Whereas, like, if I wanted to try cross-stitch or something, I'd have to buy cross-stitch stuff. And that's a lot of effort. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess I, I have one final question for you before we end the episode. Yeah. Sorry, I got it's, sidetracked. It's fine. It was very... You, you threw two very... You, two th- you, th- you threw one curveball, and I was following it, and then, bam, another curveball. Opposite That's direction. That's what I do. Sarah, Sarah you keep us, uh, keep us guessing. Keep us on our toes. Yeah, I'm actually... Another thing I'm considering doing in quarantine is um, writing a stand-up routine and um, making my friends watch me perform it on Zoom. <laughs> Stay tuned. Great. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, I'm not very like like I have no experience with stand up. I don't even like watch very you don't much have of it. To. So I really you know nothing and will probably. You, do, you don't what? have to have experience with stand up. I don't feel like. I don't know. Do you feel like I could yes. do it? Is that like a yes? Because you know that's what I would. No, I mean it's like a yes, yes. Like you are like the person you are is attuned to stand up. I feel like. Because like I feel like I could be like the lesbian comedian that I see in the world have you seen feel good on netflix it's so good but it's about a lesbian comedian and like i just like really resonated with her and i thought maybe i should do comedy i whenever someone says like have you watched something on netflix the answer is definitely most likely no like unless it's anime i've probably never watched anything on netflix that's so disappointing (laughs) like i knew that was the answer but god i love television uh, one, so maybe one day i'll watch sex education because oh it's so good you my therapist recommended education. that i watch it <laughs> yeah what? why i'm a cool therapist what do you do what did you tell your therapist that made them say i think you'd love the show about a dysfunctional sex educator no, nothing i said i said you know the things you say in therapy and he brought it up unprompted said therapist i have depression and he said have you tried netflix well after after his real solution he said have you have you watched <laughs> sex education it's on netflix it's pretty good have you tried zoloft and netflix i think if i if i give you zoloft and sex education i think you'll be pretty set <laughs> honestly that worked really well for wow. me anyway um, the, the question the final question i wanted to ask you Right, right, right. I keep getting sidetracked. Yeah, I, I have so many thoughts in my head at all times. That's great. That's a great quality. Um, mm-hmm. The question is, is there one jigsaw puzzle that you would recommend to uh, beginners? Is there, a curve, is there a learning curve to doing jigsaw puzzles? Is there a company that you recommend, a genre, a one in particular? What, what's, the, what's the scoop on that? Well... I don't, I don't know if there's, like, a specific... I know that the Buffalo Games... I think this is the brand, Buffalo Games. They're made, like, near here. And they're very good. And they're very, like, the puzzle... The pieces stay together pretty well and, like, fit together well and stuff. So those are definitely a good puzzle company. I would say if you're a beginner, start maybe with, like, a, a 300... Depending on how easy you want it to be. If you've really never done a puzzle in your life, maybe start with, like, 100 pieces. But, I mean, a beginner should probably start with, like, a 300 or maybe a 500. And know that that's going to take you a while, probably. And, like, then move up to a 1,000 or 2,000, like, once you feel secure in, like, the previous number of pieces. Because, like, if you 
haven't done a puzzle before, I feel like starting with a 2000 would kind of, it would, like, it would just take you so long to do it. Whereas if you kind of get into the puzzle groove and, like, understand kind of the process of doing them, it becomes easier to, like, kind of do bigger and bigger ones. So, yeah, I would recommend, like, a 300 or 500 piece from, I'm going to say Buffalo Games, because I like to support local business, but most companies are fine. Pieces that are, like, a little on the thicker side are good because they don't break as easily, especially if they have little pieces on them. And Buffalo Games usually has, I think, if I'm remembering right, I think they're a company that usually has pieces that are very, like, puzzle piece shaped as opposed to, like, weird shapes with things sticking off of them and points and stuff. Are you looking up yeah, Buffalo yeah. Games? Wow. Here, I'll also look them up to see if I can recognize the puzzles because... Yeah, look at this. 1,000-piece puzzles. Here we go. See, these are fourteen ninety five. These aren't expensive. Oh, um, yeah, but that's like money still. Oh sure. Yeah, the Buffalo the Buffalo Games puzzles are pretty good. All right. But apparently, their factory is having some trouble because, um, they have such like a influx of orders for puzzles because of the quarantine. Wow, but really? <laughs> they aren't in their factory making them because of right. the quarantine. Wow. That's crazy. So, yeah, but they apparently they are able to practice social distancing pretty effectively in their factory because everything's, like, very spread out. So probably that will be something that starts wow. up pretty early. I That's crazy. Like, quarantine's lifted. Anyway, as you can see, I'm a woman of many thoughts and many talents, <laughs> but a big one is puzzles. Yeah. And that's why I recommend puzzles. Wow. You know what they say, a puzzle a day keeps the chaos no one says away. That. No one has said that. Yeah, but like, we could. We def. You know what? We could. Everyone. A puzzle a day keeps the anxiety. That's at been bay. that's been Sarah. Thank you so much. So, do you have anything to plug here at the end? Um, I don't know. You can follow me on Twitter at annoying underscore aqua. Um, you can follow me on TikTok at annoying underscore Aquarius. Um. I'm not gonna put my Instagram because it's kind of boring. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I tried to start a different podcast, but the co-host has disappeared, and I don't know where she's gone. So maybe if I come back on this podcast, I'll update everyone on that one. Sure. <laughs> if it has come back, I'm always up for starting more podcasts. So like by next time I come on this podcast, if ever, if Henry ever wants me back, um. I may have another podcast. I would love fame. I would love fame to be mine. So if you have any of that, feel free to share. All right. Um, yeah, I love attention. Give me some. Beautiful. Please. All right. Uh, <laughs> on that note, I never have anything to plug. And uh, I think this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, I have, oh, you have one, one more thing. thing. I forgot about my bots. Your I bots. also have two bots I run on Twitter that I programmed. Um, they are SamiaBot1, so S-A-M-I-A, Bot1. And she tweets lyrics from the um, artist Samia. And they are, and um, Mitski Lyric Bot, which tweets Mitski Lyric. I follow both of those on Twitter. I. You should. Yeah. They actually work now. That's so beautiful. Like, that's cool. It, when, it, when they, like, uh... When when either of those artists release a new album, are you gonna have to go back in and like change the code? 
Uh, yeah, I'll just have to go in. I have, like, a master document that has all of the lyrics. Wow. I'll just have to add their names. Well, there you go. But I can just take them out of Genius. But also, I added a new Samia song, and um, I took the lyrics out of Genius and didn't realize that one of them had a question mark in it, and then she quote-tweeted the tweet with the correct lyric, but then she deleted the tweet where she quote-tweeted it with the correct lyric, but it's okay. I wow, it. it's famous. Yeah, I mean, she follow- she follows it because I followed her. And also because I literally tweet her lyrics. Wow. Um, You're on the but, ground floor getting that clout. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, but Mitski doesn't have Twitter anymore, so... Good on her. That's really sad. It's really sad for me because she can't follow my bot. But occasionally, Samia will retweet if it tweet if the bot tweets something, like, funny. Awesome. <laughs> it's, like, really... It makes me feel very powerful. That's, that's um, like me on the anyway. Carsey's Hedra subreddit making posts that get... Uh, upwards of 100 upvotes. Ooh, that's powerful, too. I used to be on Reddit until I realized it was taking up too much of my time and I deleted it. <laughs> I guess you... And now I don't want to go back because it's kind of scary. That's fair. It, it's not scary if yeah. you know where to look, but, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, the subreddits I was in got sure, scary. Because yeah. I used to be very big and... Like, not big. Like, I was never famous, unfortunately. That's why I crave fame so much. It's something I've never had, and it feels a little bit out of reach. Well, on that note... But anyway, uh, um, good. I was never famous in it, but I used to spend a lot of time on the Drag Race subreddit, and that, I've heard, has gone really, really not great. Wow. So I'm not eager to go back. Okay. Well, Sarah, you're a, you're a woman of many talents. You're a woman of mystery, of art, of creativity. Uh, you have a huge brain. It's bulging out of your skull. Wait, no. I don't have creativity. We discussed this You don't this have earlier. any creativity, like but your brain is huge. because I don't have creativity. Your brain is really huge. And uh, thank you for coming um, on the podcast. I really appreciated it. Thank you. Um, yeah, thank you for having me on your podcast. Thank you for trusting me to talk you through my own thought processes and for letting me let you into this door in my brain where I store all of my thoughts and feelings about puzzles. It was a pleasure. All right. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye.